So hello my friends, Devon Lennox here, Photography PX. In today's video, we'll cover the main highlight features and do an overview of Nikon's Z7 II. Do know you can find timestamps and links in the description box down below, as well as a pinned comment. And also know this is not a sponsored video. Let's get started. Initially released in the fall of 2020, Nikon's Z7 II is the updated take on the original Z7, and it comes to market to improve their initial efforts and to refine the platform, now with modestly faster speeds, better autofocusing, dual card slots, 4K 60 frames per second video, and added versatility. Yet it does so boasting a familiar, if not identical, design. As such, it's an incremental update rather than a complete overhaul to the line. There the original Z7, like the Z6, suffered from harsh criticism, but Nikon gradually updated the camera, correcting the vast amount of its shortcomings, and it's now a reliable camera today. But they couldn't fix everything alone via firmware, so this new model comes to resolve all of these issues that plagued the first model. The Z7 II is aimed at the detailed, obsessed photographer who values pixel peeping, and as a high-performing, ultra-high-resolution camera, it'll do just that. In many respects, it's the mirrorless equivalent to the Nikon D850 DSLR, which is arguably Nikon's best DSLR ever released. But outside of that, this is a camera Nikon aims to compete with Sony's A7R Mark IV, Panasonic's S1R, and Canon's EOS R5. It obtains the same high-resolution 45.7-megapixel full-frame backside-illuminated CMOS sensor without an optical low-pass filter from the D850 and the original model. However, Nikon opted to include dual XSpeed 6 image processors this go-round, making it their second camera to obtain this configuration outside of the new Z6 II. Like the Z6 II, this configuration realizes faster processing, which improves the camera's imaging performance, responsiveness, and buffer capacity. The dual X-speed processors also yield marginally faster continuous shooting speeds, which are now 10 frames per second rather than 9 frames per second, but they've significantly improved the camera's buffer capacity, which is now 3.3 times larger than the original model. Now the camera can maintain a 10 frames per second burst with autofocus and tracking for 50 to 77 consecutive 12-bit raw images or 200 JPEGs. Additionally, the processor has substantially reduce the viewfinder blackout times, solving a notable drawback of the original Z7. On the video front, the dual X-Speed processors have also led to improvements in video capabilities. Now the camera shoots 4K UHD, 60 frames per second in 1080p full HD video up to 120 frames per second, moving from its predecessor's 4K 30 frames per second maximum. But otherwise, the camera still shoots the MOV and MP4 formats with H.264 compression and 8-bit 420 color, and it records with data rates of 144 to 360 megabits per second for 4K and 28 to 56 megabits for 1080p. But strangely, it also maintains the same 29-minute and 59-second maximum recording time. Thankfully, shooting externally unlocks 12-bit RAW either to Apple's ProRes or Blackmagic's Blackmagic RAW and 10-bit 422 color. Outside of that, the camera also has zebras and timecode. 
It features a native ISO range from ISO 64 to 25,600, further expandable to ISO 32, and a high setting of 102-400. An overall low-light performance is excellent for a high-resolution camera. Users can expect usable images and videos up to ISO 6400 or 12800 with minor processing. And in this regard, it's second to only Sony's A7R Mark IV in high ISO performance. For focus, Nikon overhauled the autofocusing system with this new release. Sure, it obtains the same flagship 493-point hybrid phase detect AF system with 90% sensor coverage on paper, but it obtains much of the same improvements debuted on the Z6 II. And these refinements mostly come in the form of updated tracking, particularly wide area eye detect AF and movie recording. Now IAF is available in video recordings, plus it now offers face and eye detection for both humans and animals, including dogs and cats. Additionally, it also houses improvements to low-light performance. Now the camera can focus at negative 3 EV, half as much light as before, and you can push it further by using the low-light AF mode to negative 4 EV. Lastly, it also offers hybrid AF for video like the Z6 II. This mode switches from phase and contrast detection for better focusing while recording. It also obtains the wide area AF large mode where you can set boundaries to concentrate the eye detection to track a subject in a specific area, and the camera also offers focus peaking and focus magnification if you prefer manually focusing. It uses the new EN-EL15C battery, the same as the Z6 II, and battery life is substantially improved over the original model. The camera now offers 420 shots per charge, a 21% improvement, and 105 minutes of video. For displays, it maintains the same large 3.2-inch tilting touchscreen LCD with a resolution of 2.1 million dots from the original model. It also maintains the same high-resolution 3.69 million dot quad VGA EVF as the original model as well, and it also has a top-status LCD panel with a low-energy dot matrix. This display provides quick access to important camera settings such as aperture, battery, ISO, shutter speed, and more. Physically, it maintains the same design, layout, and handling as its predecessor. Other than the logo change and the larger card slot door, the two cameras are identical. The only real difference is a 5% increase in size, now to 615 grams body alone, which is unnoticeable in hand. But the lack of changes here is not a bad thing, as it remains among the best handling full-frame mirrorless cameras to date. It also means existing Z7 owners should find this camera immediately familiar and it also keeps that large comfortable grip, superior balancing, and a robust, truly professional feeling body like the original Z7. Additionally, it also sports a robust magnesium alloy chassis, affording the camera dust and weather resistance too. And we still have that strategic button placement Nikon's known for, so good to see that continue and everything remain accessible within a finger's reach. But outside of that, the camera also offers five axis in-body vibration reduction or stabilization. It has a microphone input, a headphone output, a USB-C port, built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth low energy connectivity, dual card slots, it obtains the new 900 second or 15 minute maximum shutter speed, it also has a fully silent electronic shutter, it has in-camera time-lapse recording, multiple exposures, flicker reduction, the focus shift shooting mode, and several lens compensation tools. In the end, Nikon's Z7 II improves upon their initial efforts with the original Z7 platform. It refines the original Z7 with more speed, better processing, and more versatility, but it does so without sacrificing any of the already successful 
successful elements of the first model. Sure, it's not a complete overhaul here, and it only ends up fixing the main gripes of the original model, but it does close the gap quite noticeably between their higher-end D850 and their overall mirrorless line. And as it stands, it's an excellent option for studio, portrait, product, and landscape photographers wanting utmost image quality. So there you have it, my friends. There are the highlights in the overview of Nikon's Z7 II. For more information on the Z7 II, check out our website, photographypx.com, and there you will see a full detailed written review, as well as other reviews that may be of interest to you. You can also look at the pinned comment in the description down below, and I'll take you right to the full review as well. I've been your host, Devon Lennox. We'll see you in the next video. Thank you for watching today's video. I hope you found the contents of today's video insightful and it added value to you. If you're new here, please consider subscribing if you haven't done so already. Also leave us a like and a comment in the description down below. Let us know if we overlook something or we missed something that we covered in today's video. I've been your host, Devon Lennox, photography. <laughs>